0: Hey everybody and welcome to the second episode of Gilblog. Um, As you can probably tell, I've had the cold this week, which has um, been fun, but thankfully it hasn't prevented me from having a productive week, so I have actually managed to get quite a bit done this week, which has been good. Um, So yeah, I guess um, as is my plan for this podcast, I'm just going to go through some of the stuff I've been working on and speak about. Um, just yeah, some of the things that I've looked at this week some of the challenges I've faced and, and kind of what I've done um, across my main job which I explained last time as a, a software engineer for Delicious Brains and also on my side projects and different things so I'll talk a bit about Surveyor today as well but um, it's, it's been a busy week for Spin Up WP so the, the main project that I'm working on at the moment is Spin Up WP um, it's a control panel for uh, hosting WordPress sites yourself and it's been a big a big week actually for us we, we're still in beta at the moment but we've just launched or a couple of weeks ago we launched teams functionality which is something i've been working on for uh quite a while and um this week we launched backups which was one of our other big features that we wanted to get out before launch so uh, so site backups um so it, it basically you know allows you to uh, enable a few settings and um we at the moment will will just do daily backups for any of your WordPress sites on that so so it's been good to get that stuff out um and, and get that into the beta we've, we've already had a lot of feedback um on, on backups in particular so um it's been good to to get that out and get that into the hands of customers um and I, it was my colleague Ash was working on backups um or has been working on backups the last few months so in the meantime I was actually working on some new Uh, a new site flow um, that we decided we needed uh, for spin-up WP. So when you create a site in spin-up WP, obviously there's lots of options for what version of PHP you want and uh, if you want a database and your WordPress um, credentials and if you're using a Git site, we ask you for... um, you know your the repository you want to deploy and the branch and, and all sorts of stuff and obviously you know we want to make that uh, process as simple as possible but what we were what we'd realized was that um customers were getting confused about the, the type of site that they could choose that was the main issue that they seemed to have was that they were creating a wordpress site you know we, we would set up a wordpress site for them and then they'd realize that actually what they wanted to do was deploy a git repository and they then realized that they'd have to basically go back and wipe their site to be able to deploy a Git repository because the, the deploying a Git repository required selecting a different type of site um, during that process. So we have quite a strong um, focus on user experience and we, we kind of pride ourselves, I guess, in some ways on, on good onboarding. So we went back and we had a look at that and um, added some wireframes from it. We went through some rounds and and we have literally just deployed it this morning. So we're hoping that it's an improvement. I guess we'll see what customers say, but um, yeah, we've, we've kind of deployed a, a change to that. We've improved the wizard. We've added hopefully clearer options about um, what you can do when you create a site, when you deploy a site. And we've also added a, a confirmation step at the end just to help people um just to help with summarizing what all the options that people have chosen and that kind of thing so so that's been cool so that was that's literally just been deployed this morning so um it's been good to get that out as well and and so that's about it for spin up wp at the moment uh, surveyor I, i've been uh, as as and when i get time plugging away at that um and basically i've just been getting ready for the public beta this week so i had a, a couple of people in um for the closed beta that I launched three or four weeks ago now and that was great, got some good feedback from them and just it was great getting the app up and live and getting people using it and testing it um, and that went reasonably well so um, I've been getting things ready for the public beta and I've, I've been using as it's a Laravel app I've been using Laravel Spark to cut down on the amount of time that I need to spend billing all the, building all of the billing and um, yeah, all of that kind of stuff, all the all the bits, I guess, of building a SaaS app that take a lot of time, but you don't really want to spend time on them. Um, but what I've found, actually, is even, even when using a, a package like Laravel Spark to help you speed up that process, it still just takes a long time to... Um, get all the get all of the bits and pieces into place when it comes to launching a SaaS app. Whether that's you know implementing limitations, you know, so each plan will have a limit on, of how many in this in, in Surveyor's case how many schedule monitors that you can have. And you, you know you've still got to implement all of those limits. You've got got to pick your pricing plans. And one of the things I've learned about pricing is that it's it's changes all the time. It's fluid. And that, you know, probably, especially when you launch, you shouldn't be too worried about what pricing you pick. Just keep it simple. Go with something that provides good value. And, um, yeah, and, and and just be open to the fact that you can tweak and change your pricing as as time goes on and as you add features. And and so but, but that process, though, it still takes time to kind of try and figure out where you should price your app. And, and so, yeah, I've been involved in doing a lot of that. And even just, you know, like building out the marketing site you know and doing FAQs and pricing tables and getting a lot of that stuff done. It just it still just takes loads of time when when actually I'd rather be building the app. but you know it's stuff that needs done. And so that's what I've been doing this week. That's what I've managed to get out this week. So it is actually now quietly technically an open open beta. you can go and sign up for it. there's a, a beta discount you're getting 50% off for three months if you sign up at the moment. Um, and yeah, I'd love for people to go and try it out and, and use it. And if they if it's going to provide value to them for their Laravel apps, go and sign up. Um, it's it's I, now that all the 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 finicky stuff is out. I guess um, I'm planning to get back to building out the features. And um, I, I guess my next plan is to build out um, some notifications. Some more notifications. At the moment, there's only email notifications or email alerts when when um, when a job monitor uh, fails, there's you just get an email alert at the moment. So obviously you want to, to add some alert different alert channels for things like Slack and different things. So that'll be what I'll be doing next. So it'll be nice to get back to actually building out features in the app and, and building out the app as well. So So that's Surveyor. Um, and yeah, I guess the only other thing that I was going to talk about today was uh, I don't know if, if people saw it, was the, the launch of Google Stadia or the announcement of Google Stadia, which is Google's new gaming service. And I thought it was really cool. I, I think that the whole idea of um, offloading the, the power required for high end games to the cloud and streaming games um, makes total sense. You know, I, I totally see that as the future of gaming. Um, obviously you know bandwidth and latency have would be big challenges to that but i guess internet speeds are fast enough now to to make this viable and i think Google's so well placed as well to you know to really bring this to market because of their uh, infrastructure their cloud infrastructure you know and and so it was cool to yeah to see their announcement to see what they're planning and um yeah i wondered what other people thought about that let me know in the comments but I just think it makes so much sense, um, you know, not having a console in your house. You know, there's so many great use cases for something like that. You know, you don't need a console. You can stream it anywhere you want, any screen, your tablet, your phone, your TV. You know, you can just chop and change between screens whenever you need to, and um, and even the whole idea of of making it so open, like being able to link, not just to a game. But to link to a section in a game. You know, if you if you're fighting a, a boss or something, you know, you can share that that link with your friends and they can all fight the same boss. And and another use case that I really liked actually, something I really miss in, in modern games, is split screen gaming. And uh, you know uh, the the reason that split-screen gaming has been in decline is because of the power required to um, display multiple versions of the environment on the same screen. But you know because that, the power requirement has been offloaded, you know, it makes split-screen gaming easy. So um, I'll be looking forward to seeing how that progresses and how that develops. So yeah, Google Stadia, if you've not checked it out, I think it's just stadia.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, it's it's exciting and they've not given a firm launch date, they've just said this year, but I'll be looking forward to that when it comes out. But anyway, so that's what I've been doing this week. That's the kind of things I've been up to and, and what I've been looking at. So yeah, thanks for listening.